0: Every dollar that the kids bring, the adults have to do push ups. So, but we're yeah. not gonna do that this morning.
1: No, no. No.
0: We've also decided that the boys have to do push-ups from now on in there because we'll just say that their rooms didn't exactly pass the clean dorm ex- inspection. Okay, so we the girls yes, worked really probably. hard, but the boys, uh, you guys struggled just a little bit. So it's okay. What we have to do in here first before we jump into this though is our Jesus challenge, yep, right? Yeah, yeah. So we need uh-huh. to know whether the adults or the kids can yell Jesus louder. I think the adults can do it. I think you lie, I think the kids absolutely can. So, all right, you take the adults and I'll take the kids. But who who gets to go first this morning? Kids, kids, okay, kids say they're gonna go first. So look, you gotta go really loud because once they hear you, then they know what they have to beat, okay? So are you ready? I'm gonna count to three and on the count of three, you kids are gonna yell Jesus really loud. Are you ready for this? You might want to plug All your right, ears if your adults. ears are sensitive, cover your ears. Okay, I'm just telling you. All right, one, two, three. <laughs> wow, it was pretty loud. I think you're gonna struggle oh on this. Oh my goodness, adults, we have a lot
1: to beat. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Come on, adults. Ready? Nope,
0: you're not gonna get it. One, two.
1: Three. Jesus!
0: Yes! Oh wow, that was pretty good. I, I don't know. I, do I don't say. know, man. Yeah. There's definitely a different octaves know. going on here. So I think the adults may have had that one. You think time. the adults so. had it? Kids, do you think the adults had it? No. No. Oh, no. we gotta do it, do it again. again. No. All right, let's do it again. Are you ready, kids? Super loud this time, okay? They got those deep voices, so. Oh, they said adults first. Oh. oh okay, let's uh-huh. ju- I like it. Okay, let's roll with it. Adults tactic. first.
1: Okay, we're adults. We're going first this time. You guys ready? Come on, come on. Come on now. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah!
0: Woo! They even stood up a lot that of them, is... kids. Whoa! <laughs> <They> stood... <laughs> you... You got a lot to beat here, kids. Are you ready? You better. Are you ready? Oh, All right, goodness. here we go. One, two, three. Yeah, they might have taken <laughs> <know>. that one. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's really close. I don't know how they do it's, that with their It's voices just so. on different octaves, so it's really hard to say, but I think the kids might have got it again, adults. I I'm sorry. So. Give yourselves a hand this morning. All right, (laughs) all right, good job, you guys. Look, good job,
1: adults. You guys did a great job this time. The last few times, we've kind of been a little dead. Today, I think we got you riled up in worship, and you were ready. So I'm super excited to be standing before you today. Like they were saying when we were planning for the next Family Sunday, I was like, hey, let's do E-Kids, and we've been talking about it. Hey, let's do E-Kids. Let's have E-Kids take over. They're like, okay, okay than uh, me and my big mouth, because here I stand, in front of you guys, and not all of you are kids, and it's a lot easier to stand in front of kids. It's
0: true, it's true, Although,
1: let me be honest, kids are brutally honest. And they're gonna be the true. ones that are gonna be like, Miss Jennifer, I don't think you did a very good job. I kid, our kids are great. But this whole time, when the, when the Lord was speaking to me about the message and what I needed to speak about, This happens a lot of times where Satan likes to attack you when he knows you're gonna be delivering a word that people need to hear. So that's what happened to me this week. We had kids camp and like she said, we weren't caught up from that yet. And then I received an injury that kind of took me out but I was like, it's not gonna matter. I'm still gonna do it. Because he also attacked my mind and said, You can't do that. You can't stand up in front of the church. Yeah, preaching and (laughs) teaching and kids and e-kids is one thing, but standing in front of the adults, it's amazing how Satan wants to mess with your mind. And all the time he will try to get you out, take you out, and have you not doing the things that he wants you to do. But the other part of it is he also convicts you. When you're up here when we're standing up here giving messages. It convicts us as much as you. When we're over there giving e kids messages, it convicts us too. There are times when I'm like, okay, God, can you not hit me across the chest with a two by four in
0: an e kids message? But he does. He does. He does. We were talking about um, a hero who can tell.
1: Will you guys what's tell me what number rule number one. number one is? Oh, we
0: got, what's rule number one, girls? No. No. That, are you really gonna taint my rule that way? It's her Abby, rule. Was, Abby what's, what's her rule, rule number one? Yell it out.
1: Right, Can't have fun. fun.
0: yeah! So you gotta watch Kelly. The best she rule She likes to ever. have fun.
1: But I'm the second rule, which is rule number two. Boo. Be safe. Be safe so please through. do not hit anybody
0: in the head with <laughs> this the is toys, okay? I think we blew your rule out of the water with just doing this right here. Yes. Who had rule number two? Justice. Justice, all the way over here. there. I'm going to give you a ball because I can't throw anything else that far. <laughs> all right. All right. So
1: Kelly is up here. She's my helper. She's going to read my scriptures for me a little later, and she's going to throw things out when we want to throw things out because she likes to do that. So today I'm going to speak about two Entities at war within each of us. So there's stories that the world tells, right? So they like to pretend they know the things of God. And they sometimes have legends or stories that they contribute good versus evil. You know, you watch the Marvel Marvel movies. They're good versus evil, right? They're all trying to duplicate and imitate the things of God. There's a Native American tale that talks about two wolves that are in each, in each of us. It's a Cherokee Indian legend. And it talks about two wolves, and the grandson is, ta- is talking to his grandparent about it, and he said, grandfather, what does that mean? What happens to the wolves inside of us? And the grandfather said, it depends on which one you feed the most. That's gonna become the alpha wolf in, the, in your life. And the alpha wolf is not always the biggest and the strongest. It's not. Sometimes they just know how to manage. <laughs> this happens at work. I'll, you, know, you see someone become a manager, and you're like, but I know more than they know about my, this job. Yeah, but when someone comes to you with an issue, you say, hey, you're stupid. Why are you asking me that? You can't be a manager when you do that. So trust me, that I, don't, you know, I have a hard time with that. Um, so they're at war inside of you and each nature has a distinct characteristic and distinct things it does the first one we're going to go to scripture and it says in
0: galatians 6 8. all right it says whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction Whosoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. So the first nature
1: we're gonna talk about is our flesh. It's the sinful nature, okay? This nature brings death, decay, and destruction every time. It will always lead you away from God, away from the things of him, it focuses internally, inter- it makes you look at your desires, your wants, your needs and ultimately will lead you to the things that are in the world that offer temporary solutions. Because the world can't offer you the real solutions, it can only offer you temporary or false So we go to them, and then those things ultimately will lead you to a life of destruction, and it will destroy you. Maybe not right away. Maybe, you know, we don't get struck down with lightning the first time we lie. But over time, that track record, people don't trust you anymore. People don't want to be around you anymore. So it ultimately will destroy you.
0: Hey, we talked about a guy a couple weeks ago who chose that. And yes, he we went did. with his, his flesh and his sinful nature. Do you guys remember? Who can tell me who we talked about a couple weeks ago in E-Kids? And his decisions not only affected him, but affected the whole nation of Israel. Who can you got? Uh, Carlia? who is it? Aiken. Aiken, that's right. And he caused death of other men and caused problems for the whole nation of Israel because he was disobedient and he didn't do what God asked.
1: That's right. So in that case, it was immediate destruction. He wanted the goods. Right? So now we're going to go to Romans 8, 5, and 6.
0: All right. So Romans 8, 5, and 6 says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. So now we're going to talk about the spirit nature.
1: And this is where our hope is found, you guys. Because in our spirit nature, in the biblical side of our nature, we find life and peace and restoration and construction. Because the Bible says he will take our lives and he creates new image a new creature and a new creation and it takes our mind off of us and it focuses on him and his purpose and what he has for us and his promises and if you focus on this one then it leads you to his promises and it will he will protect you
0: yes that's right. he
1: protects you from the things in the world that try to destroy you when you are focused on him So we have these two entities at war inside of us, so we have to be mindful of these. We have to know that these two natures at a tug of war inside of us, we have to be mindful of which one we're feeding, which which one we're focusing on, which one we're allowing to rule and be the alpha in our life. And I'm going to take just a moment to speak to just parents that are in here. Parents, What are you feeding? Come on. What are you teaching your children to feed? Yep. Because the majority of human behavior is learned and it's learned at home first.
0: So true.
1: And if you are not responding in your spiritual nature, when you get mad at something and you start throwing things or yelling or screaming, or you yell at traffic when you're driving down the road, don't worry, I do it too sometimes. <laughs> um, or, or if you get a report from the doctor, the doctor says, hey, you're sick. And you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Or you go to Google for answers. <laughs> because if you go to Google for answers, then you're going to die every time. Just saying.
0: Right? <laughs> like just it's, legit, true. it's like, oh, you're going to die.
1: You're dead. Okay. So, Or when, when you look at your finances and you say, man, I just don't know what's going to happen. But God, I'm trusting you. You're praying and you're seeking God, and you're in church, and you're bringing your family to church, and you're doing ministry, and you're doing all these things to show your kids that you care more about God and more about your, about your spirit nature and feeding that than you do about the fleshly nature. Then that's what your kids are ultimately gonna go toward. This is so important. And those of you who might not have kids yet, or not have kids, or you have already have kids who are grown, and maybe you didn't do a great job with this when they were growing up, you still, you're still have kids around you that can That's watch right. you. How are That's you influencing right. the next generation even if they're not yours directly? That's good. Because you're still, people, people at work, they're looking at you. Which nature are you feeding, and what are, what are they seeing you feed? So now, I'm gonna do a little illustration. And I want any kid that wants to help with our illustration to come up on stage with us. Come on. All right, I have this rope and we're gonna play tug of war. And the left side is gonna represent our flesh nature, and the right side is gonna represent our spirit nature. And look, we're gonna, okay, everybody come over here. She's gonna give out cards, and you're gonna go to the side of the rope that that represents, are you ready? Okay, the first one is, man, the doctor told you that you're, that you're too small, and now you're worried about it. Now you're worried about what the kids at work, are, or our kids at school are gonna say, so you have worry. We have, what was the other one? This is the sinful nature on this side. Oh, well, she's, go that way. Oh, stress, so you got a bad grade. Or you don't know, it's fine, we can go that way. It's fine. Or, hey, so maybe you have hobbies. We all have hobbies, right? We all have things we enjoy doing. right? I like sports. I like to watch sports. I'm, rather loud when I watch sports (laughs) go dogs anyway so so I'm really loud when I watch sports I have other hobbies I like to read I like to write but those hobbies can take over your life and you can worry about those more than you do the things of God but maybe God said you know what? I know you only have two dollars but you should give it to BGMC. So he wants you to show generosity because he said, I want you to give the last $2 and then you go home and you find $20 in your pocket. God does that. He absolutely does that. Maybe your friend upset you and now you're angry and you don't ever want to talk to them again. You're like, I'm done. I don't want to talk to them again. And maybe... Maybe your job is your main focus. Parents, maybe your job means more to you than your family. You you but it is very lopsided. Because see, right now we're feeding right, right now we're feeding the flesh side. We're telling the flesh side, hey, we're focusing on so who's gonna, who's gonna win? You think? I don't know, because you know because you know what happens, because you know what happens in your spiritual nature. Okay, hold on. In your spiritual nature, you find joy. You get the joy of the Lord. This side. You find, look, you're kind. You can find kindness. You're, You're nice to the kid that may not have anybody else to sit with at lunch. Or maybe you have... Oh, ministry. This is a good one, right? Ministry. Being up here, doing, doing all these things that, guys, this doesn't, this doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen on Sunday mornings. It takes a lot of work for the ministries that we do in this church. Evangelizing. Are you talking to people about God? Are you talking to people at school about, about God? Are you telling them? When you go back to school, we're about to go back to school, right? We want to talk to people about God oh man we have love we know how to love people oh I see we're starting to go this way a little bit oh stewardship now stewardship we talked, she talk, Rachel talked about that earlier about doing what we're supposed to do with our stuff right we all have stuff it's what we do with it our resources what we do with God now we have worship So worship is the most important one. Because, guys, listen, when you worship, despite anything going on in your life, then it ultimately makes everything, it makes everything go away. (laughs) It makes everything, there we go. It makes everything go away.
0: You guys give uh, them a hand. Give for them a hand Thank you, guys. You Guys did great. I'll give you some more prizes for those of you who helped in just a minute. So it's a cool illustration because you see you see that whatever side you're going to load up is going to win. You know, and then the the worship on top. You know, even if we had more on this side, you throw that worship up there. Thank you, and and he's gonna he's gonna pull you off, man. Don't you know that going to the Lord and worship when you're falling down and you're fighting a battle, man? That that right there, that'll win the battle for you. So, um, thank you, Miss Jennifer. Powerful message. We all have. We can choose to flee, feed our flesh. Or we can choose to feed our spirit man. But now listen, we're not quite done yet. So here's the thing. If you are not living your life for Jesus, or you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart, the flesh is going to win every time. Okay, the flesh is always going to win. You're always going to respond with worry, anger, whatever. You're going to put all the things first before God. Okay, if we don't feed our spirit, man, but you've got to have Jesus inside of your life first. You've got to have Jesus living in your heart. Okay, so the first step is you've got to ask Jesus to come into your heart. Okay, and then you've got to maintain that relationship with him. All right, so I want everyone in here, if you will, this morning, just go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. I want to ask you, if you're in here, and he said, you know what? I've spent a long time feeding the, the flesh side of me. I'm learning about the spirit side of me this morning. I don't want to feed the flesh side of me anymore. I want Jesus in my heart as my Lord and Savior. I want to begin living for him. Or I want to come back to him if you've gotten away from him. Okay? Because we saw joy. We saw peace. We see all the things that God brings to our life when we're living for him. Instead of the things that don't bring us any kind of peace right? The flesh brings destruction every time. All right. Sometimes it, it, there's a temporary happiness, but it's not true joy inside of you. So if you're in here today and either one, you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart and you want to ask him to come into your heart this morning, Or you're in here and you said, you know what? I've drifted from him a little bit. I've drifted away and I need to pull myself back to him this morning because I have let myself get away. I haven't done my studying, my reading, my praying. I haven't been coming to church as much as I should. And that relationship has faltered. If that's you and you're in here this morning for one of those two reasons, I want you to just raise your eyes up and look at me this morning. Okay. I've got some eyes going up around this place this morning. All right. We're going to say a prayer together uh, before we move on So I want, what we do in E-Kids is we like everyone to say the prayer with you because you're not doing this by yourself, and sometimes it can be scary, but when you make a decision like this, you ask Jesus to come into your heart or you come back to him, you're surrounded by the body of Christ, and we're here to help you walk through this. So everybody, if you will, just say this out loud after me. Dear Jesus, I've sinned, but you came down to earth and gave your life to forgive me of my sins. So I confess them to you today and ask you for forgiveness. And I will do my best to live for you. Amen. All right. That's awesome! I'm so excited for all of you who did that this morning. Okay, and there were quite a few eyes that went up. So remember, you never know who the person is next to you that's made a commitment. So be there to encourage them. And we're going to do one more thing before we get out of here this morning. Though I want all of my kids to come make a line across the front. And if you would, please stand by your siblings. Okay, I know that can be hard. All right, I know that can be hard, but let's stand across the front. If you've got a sibling, stand by your sibling, if you will please, for something. Make a big Straight line right here across the front, if you will, okay. All right, you're doing good. We'll get we'll get this. We'll get this, okay? All right, straight line, guys. One straight line right here, and spread out just a little bit. Don't get too close. Let's spread out just a little bit. Go down this way just a little bit. You go down this way just a little bit. All right. All right, Abigail, slide on up here. Alright, can you guys just stretch out just a little bit so we got a little bit of space in between you, real fast, okay? little bit of face okay very good very good all right so here's the thing I'm gonna ask all of you parents to come up and stand with your kids okay all right I'm gonna ask all your parents to come up and stand I'm gonna ask any if a grandparent is here and would like to come up as well because sometimes the grandparents are helping as well right So, what we're going to do is we're going to pray over these kids. We're going to pray over all of them, okay? And I want to show you this morning, this is how this looks, okay? As the church, we are here to back you as parents, as you are leading your kids in a journey and in their relationship with Christ, okay? So you are the first example. Now, the next thing I wanna do is I'm gonna ask everybody else in the church, and some of these kids may have parents working in the media booth or other areas of ministry, and they can't be here, and this is really cool because We're all the body of Christ. Now, I want to ask everybody else. I want you to come up and just kind of form a uh, half circle around them. Just come stand up here, okay? We'll get as many as we can fit up here. All right, come. And this is how it works, okay? We have kids. Parents, it's your first responsibility. And then the church is here backing you. What you're already teaching your kids, what you're already instilling in your kids. So if you came up here and you're like, I'm totally nervous at praying over my kids. You know what? This is a challenge to you this morning to step up into that role. It might seem scary at first, but that's okay. Your kids are looking to you. Your kids want you to pray over them, okay? So I'm gonna lead us in prayer, but I'm gonna ask all of you parents right now to go ahead and lay your hands on your kids and start praying over your kids. Everybody standing behind them. Begin to just reach your hands out and let's pray over these kids this morning. Heavenly Father, God, you are so worthy, Lord. You are so worthy, God, and you love each of these kids here. God, you haven't left any of them. You haven't forsaken them. You have a plan for each and every young life that is up here, God. And I thank you right now, God, that you would challenge the parents, Lord. You would challenge the parents in this moment, God, to rise up, Father. To rise up and be the godly influence in their lives. Lord, they're not perfect. God, none of us are perfect, Father. But they, you, didn't, you didn't say we had to be perfect to be godly parents. You just said to be the example, to get in our word, to study, to read, to hunger after you. And our kids would see that. Our kids would see that in us, Lord, and desire that, Father. So I thank you this morning, God, that as the parents are laying their hands on their kids, that you are empowering them with your Holy Spirit, that you are strengthening them to be able to fill this role, to be able to step up. And God, as the church stands behind them and pray, God, I thank you that they are there, Lord, to help the parents, to strengthen the parents to be there to encourage them for those who have already raised their kids they're still not done they have words of encouragement to offer to these young younger parents and to the younger kids God and I thank you that they don't neglect their role in the church Lord you created all of us as a big family working together father to bring the lost to raise up our young kids God so they would know to bring the lost into the church father I thank you Lord that you were here God your holy spirit is just saturating this place this morning that you are working and moving and doing God all the things in their life that they need your power is at work inside of them God these young kids Lord I say it all the They're not too young to be used by you, Father. I watched all these kids at camp go after you and pursue you, God. Ask for the Holy Spirit in their lives. They weren't afraid. They were eager and they were hungry, God. And I pray that each person in here would be eager and hungry this morning, that they would be so hungry for you, Father God. And they would desire you, Lord, more than anything, Father God. We praise you. We lift up your name in here today, Father. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you. Let's give God praise in here this morning.